Hello, everyone. It's your host, Matt Lachman. Um, I wanted to start off this episode first thanking all of you who are listening. Uh, This has been such a fun journey for me so far, and I'm looking forward to continuing to promote sex positivity and inclusivity with each episode that I record. Um, Having said that, I've received a ton of questions, so I thought it would be a great idea to do an episode dedicated to questions from my listeners. So uh, if you know me personally, feel free to reach out to me via text or my uh, Instagram page uh, and just send me a question and I will uh, answer it on on an upcoming uh, podcast episode. Uh, If you do not know me personally, Feel free to subscribe um, and follow me on my Instagram page, sex underscore here and now pod, uh, and send me a message with your questions. All right, let's start the episode. Hello and welcome back to Sex Here and Now, the podcast dedicated to promoting sex positivity and inclusivity. As always, I am your host, Matt Lachman. I'm a licensed therapist who specializes in sexual health, sexual dysfunctions, and overall sex therapy. One thing to note, this podcast does contain language that some may find offensive. But with that being said, let's dive right in. The other day, I was having a branding session with the amazing Christine Borns. You can follow her on Instagram under the username at Christine Borns. That's Christine with a K and Borns spelled B-O-R-N-S. As I continue my journey, I thought it was important to have professional photos taken to market myself on various social media, my website, and business profiles. I had three looks during the session, one professional, one therapist casual, and one extremely casual. For my last look, I bought what I thought was one of the most sex-positive shirts I have ever seen. It was made by a designer named Kid Bell, now that's two Ds in Kid, and it was a crew neck that had this amazing inclusive list. It said, pro-black, pro-brown, pro-queer, pro-trans, pro-choice, pro-science, and last but not least, pro-ho. I mean, come on. This is one fucking great shirt. Anyways, I wanted to get some shots wearing it so that I can let my clients know that I am inclusive of all ways of thinking and minority groups. But the reason I'm starting off this episode talking about this is because when I changed into this shirt, I did not have a single thought that I would be given side glances or chuckles. And that is crazy, right? I don't know why we forgot that we live in a world that is threatened by what other people wear, but it happened. We were walking down West 25th in Ohio City, a neighborhood on the west side of Cleveland, Ohio, where I live. And within two minutes of me walking down the street, I saw someone read my shirt and roll their eyes. Now, let me make one thing clear. The west side of Cleveland is a very liberal place and houses a ton of open-minded individuals, for the most part. 
So was I expecting to get an eye roll and a chuckle from someone? Not really. But hey, isn't that why I'm wearing this shirt? To make a statement that says, I am for all of these individuals and the ideas listed on the shirt. Now, I should point out that the eye roll did come from an older white man, and he was with other Caucasian individuals. I continued to walk and pass around 50 to 100 people, not including people driving by, and I did receive some smiles and whatnot, but for the most part, that was it. No acknowledgement. Just people carrying on about their business. I see this as a huge step forward. If I wore this shirt 10 to 20 years ago, I would have elicited an entirely different reaction. There would have been more eye rolls, remarks, high fives, smiles, and whatnot. I think we have seen some progression, especially in areas that are open-minded, like Ohio City. If I wore this shirt down in Cincinnati, Ohio, oof, I would probably have received a much different reaction. So for this episode, I want to talk about some of the writing on the shirt and taking back some of the words that have gone to the dark side. Now let's talk about being a hoe, or being a slut. What does that mean? In Western culture, being a hoe typically means that you are a woman, or a gay man, who has sex with people outside of a committed relationship. Does that sound pretty accurate? Did I miss anything? Yes, cis-heterosexual men can be hoes and sluts, but the phrase typically used for them is stud, or player, or boss, or some other non-negative word choice to depict masculinity and power. Why does it go negative when we talk about it with women or members of the LGBTQIA community? Let's look at the definition again. Being a hoe typically means you have sex with people outside of a committed relationship. Yet when gender comes into play, the focus shifts. This is what is disheartening about the world we live in currently. We shame people for having sex. Period. If we didn't, I wouldn't need to have a podcast or have a career. We are all subject to the same cultural misrepresentation of sexual activity. I, for one, was 100% like this. I would look at my friends and say, she is a slut, she has sex with so many different men, this is so gross, who would want to sleep with her, she's used up, or I would say, ew, I do not want to have sex with him because he sucks all the dicks everywhere and gets fucked or fucks everyone. I wonder how it was for some of you hearing me say those things. Was there anything triggering in there for you? Do you find yourself still saying this or believing these notions today? If so, that's fine for now. I'm giving you a pass because you, like myself, were raised in our society. This double standard happens all the time amongst heterosexual men and women, especially when it comes to sex. Cis-hetero men are seen as experienced and worldly, while women are seen as dirty and impure. The good news is, I think the focus is shifting in a couple of ways, one for the good and one for the bad. 
the good shift is that people are starting to lessen their slut shaming some with the media and sex positivity coming more into focus. But what has also happened is that men are being called sluts and hoes now, and people are still using it as a negative term. It is not negative to have sex with more than one person in a day or a week. Ever. If you think so, let's talk. Send me your questions. I would be happy to answer them. And I will also recommend the book Ethical Slut to You by Janet Hardy and Dossie Eaton. This is a phenomenal book and one I recommend to everyone, regardless of what they are interested in. The book's main goal is to take back the word slut and hoe from that negative place it has gone to. I love their definition of slut. They say, now grab a pen and paper, because I'm only going to say this once. They say, a slut is a person of any gender who celebrates sexuality according to the notion that sex is nice and pleasure is good for you. Do you hear how awesome that is? That is what a slut is. So having said that, you can still be a slut and be monogamous. Stop following the blueprint that has been proven time and time again to be wrong when it comes to traditional monogamy and sex. Be a slut. Try new things. Break free from the matrix. So for this week's mini break, I thought I would talk to you about the good sex model. Now, you're probably thinking, what the hell is he talking about now? And let me tell you, this is another example of a topic I bring up a lot when talking with my clients. Let me break it down for you. We all enter the world of physical intimacy wanting each interaction to be the absolute best we have ever had in our entire lives. This comes with just being human. But what happens? We go into this experience with these high expectations, and about 10% of the time they are met. Now, 10% isn't great. Because of this, we start to question things about ourselves and our partner. Was it me? Did I mess up at reverse cowgirl? Did I not eat her out as best as I could? Maybe I am tired. Or, we say, Maybe my partner isn't as good as they, he, she was at the beginning of our relationship. Do me a favor. Stop questioning these things and just change your perspective. There are two certains in relationships and sex. One, it changes. Sex in a relationship can go through peaks and valleys depending on a variety of factors, none of them relating to your sexual ability. And two, not all sex is going to be the best sex of your life. Enter the good sex model. With this, we change our perspective on physical intimacy. Instead of going in thinking every sexual experience we have is going to be the best one ever, we go in expecting it to be good. And that is it. Now, the pressure is off. The expectation is lower and you can start to see that you are enjoying physical intimacy a lot more.
Shifting gears some, let's talk about internalized hate we project within our own groups. Women do this all the time to other women, and members of the LGBTQIA community could have written the book on the subject. But I think Miss Norberry said it best in this little-known indie film that came out in 2004 called Mean Girls. She says towards the end of the movie, when uh, our favorite characters are sitting in the gymnasium after all hell is broken loose, she says, you, meaning women, all have to stop calling each other sluts and whores. It just makes it okay for guys to call you sluts and whores. Remember that part? Ugh, God, I love it. It's also the scene where Gretchen grabs Karen's arm as she raises it to address a quote-unquote lady problem. Ah, God, Karen is the best. Anyways, Tina Fey had this statement half true. Women shame each other so much. And to my female listeners, it is understandable. We all breathe in the smog that is sex negativity and the patriarchy. It is culturally ingrained in women from a young age that they need to not tempt men. I mean, for Christ's sake, is written all over the Bible. Eve was tempting Adam. The fuck, man? So now, all women hear this, and it becomes a part of them. I don't even need to go into detail with the slut-shaming that has happened throughout movies, TV, and music. My favorite genre of movie, horror movies, has this trope that the slut dies first because she is unclean and has to be tainted. Fuck that. I mean, I thought I was the best friend in all these movies, but maybe I'm the slut. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the slut is usually the coolest person anyways. But do you hear my point? Environmental impact is huge and can't be looked past. This is very prevalent in the LGBTQIA community as well. We are all products of heteronormativity, and every member of the community goes through a phase where they just want to fit in and not be noticed. Because of this, they think they need to act in a way that will make them less open for criticism from others. But what does this have to do with being called a slut? Nothing. But our society likes to promote to the world that all gay individuals, especially men, are highly promiscuous, and because of that, are bad. And before you say it, we'll talk about AIDS and HIV another time. Thankfully, PrEP is now available, and we can end this connection once and for all. Women, don't shame other women because of your own insecurities. The members of the LGBTQIA community, be proud of your uniqueness in this world. As I wrap up, one of the last things I want to talk about involves specific words that people have issues with. Now, I will be mentioning some words that may be offensive to some, so this is your warning. Let's start with a word that has become outdated over the years and offensive to some people. The word is transsexual. This term is an older term for people whose gender identities don't match the sex that they were assigned at birth, and who desire and or seek to transition 
to bring their bodies into alignment with their gender identities. Some people find this term offensive, others do not. Nowadays, individuals who are transgender just like the phrase transgender, and that is it, for the most part. There are individuals who like to be referred to as transsexual because that is the term that they grew up using and hearing. That is their appropriate term. These people tend to be older in age and they can relate to this term because it was around when they were discovering their gender dysmorphia. Another term within the LGBTQIA community that receives a bad rap is queer, and I'm sure you can guess why. Queer nowadays can be used for anyone who does not identify with a specific label or who considers themselves sexually fluid. But although it has always meant this, in the past it was used more as a mocking insult to gay individuals. So today, I know a lot of individuals who hate the term queer because they learn that it means something bad. With both of these terms, it is important to ask the individual what he or she or they want to be called and referred to as. It is okay to ask. Ask away. It's actually really important to members of the community because it shows your willingness to listen and support. When it is all said and done, we want to take the words that have a negative connotation and wash them clean. It is okay to be a slut, a hoe, a cock, a cunt, a bitch, a skank, and anything else. Take these words back. I know we can, one person at a time. That does it for this episode. As always, you can follow me on Instagram for more news and updates about the podcast at sex underscore here and now pod. Look at my website, sexherenow.com for more information as well. And you can like and follow my page on Facebook, Sex Here and Now. Thank you for listening. And as always, stay sex positive. Thank you.